So it doesn't matter what we do, say, or act. Everything that happens to us, everything we put out, it speaks something. It communicates something. So what is it you're communicating? Good morning, guys. We're so glad you decided to join us for another episode of GCC Talk, the weekly podcast from Grace Community Church in Crossville, Tennessee. Joined, as always, by our Women's Ministry Director, the awesome Teresa Breeding. Hello. And my beautiful wife, Jessica Evans. Hello. Also our Youth Director. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to be talking about how everything we do communicates something. Mm-hmm. Now, oftentimes it, it's not intentional. It's not what we're trying to communicate, but we, we, everything we do and, and say it, it communicates something. I think we've all had a, a first experience with someone where we, we read signals that maybe they weren't throwing. Right. Right. So everything we do is communicating something. Okay. So before we start, I always like to ask you guys just a completely random question. So tell me about the best customer service you've ever experienced. Why That's do you do one. that to us? Like, we have to think about that. I know, but if I asked you the worst, would that one be hard to think of? No. Exactly. That goes <laughs> much, so much more into proving how everything we do communicates something. That's because true. people only remember your flaws. Yes, they do. Well, I just, I can't really think of a specific situation, but I know that there are times when I go into businesses and I will get such good service that I'll be like, that person really likes their job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it might not be a great job. So sometimes I'm like, I don't know why they really like that job, but they seem to really like that job. And it's just that they, they take pride in, in whatever they're doing. Right. Yeah. Um, a few weeks ago or well, it's been months now, probably we went to a local place. I don't even remember the name of it. We went as a staff and the guy in there, I don't know if he owned this place. He should have if he doesn't because I he think was he does. so good. And he was just like, he would ask you your name and then he would remember it mm-hmm. um, when he called your order up, whenever he saw you walking around, if you needed anything. And I just remember thinking how good his service was and how much he made me feel cared about while I was in his restaurant. Yeah. So, yeah. And there's it. a lot of people in there. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot. And he remembered everyone's name. Yes. Mm-hmm. That was incredibly impressive. That's talent right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah, the way what he communicated with that is that he actually cared, that mm-hmm. he enjoyed what he did. And, and I felt comfortable and confident that he was going to, you know, give me what I ordered and that the food, even if the food wasn't good, I was so impressed with his customer service. Oh, it would be okay. I was okay with <laughs> right. it. Yeah. But the food was good. So that was a bonus. Yes. Yeah. The food was good. So, but yeah. it seemed like he felt like that we were all important. We were important enough for him to know our names. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And if I could think of the name of it, I would suggest it. Right. Yeah. We would but give I them can't a shout out. the name of it. <laughs> I remember him more than I remember the name. Yeah. Lunch Express? I think it might be Lunch Express. That sounds right. That was really, though, probably the best customer service that I've had. Yeah, I think so, too. Going anywhere. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we just got word the name of that restaurant is Lunch Express. We actually give those guys a shout out, so be sure to go eat there and tell them that we sent you from Grace Community Church. Maybe they give us free lunch next time we go. (laughs) Maybe. I'm sure if he remembers as much as he remembers everyone else, he knows. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, so while we were actually prepping for this podcast, Jessica told us a story about a time that um, she she communicated something she didn't exactly mean to communicate. Do you want to mm-hmm. share that story with us again? Yeah. So when I was younger, I worked at a shoe store in town, and um, I was the person who would always have to go get lunch and uh, you know do little errands for people because no one else was allowed to leave um so i was getting my coat and my purse and my scarf on at the time 
and uh, there was no one else in the store. And um, the girl that I worked with, uh, who I was going to get lunch for, um, was standing behind the counter. And this lady comes up to be checked out because she's buying some socks. And so I got frustrated because the other girl working with me did not come around the counter and check the lady out. So I had to, which meant I had to take all of my my jacket and my scarf and my purse off. And I was in a hurry. So I kind of dropped them on the floor and um, I thought that I was friendly and checked the lady out. Um, But turns out this lady was a secret shopper and (laughs) yes. And she reported that I um, communicated through my body language to her that I did not want to check her out, that I was frustrated and not happy to be there. Mm -hmm. So I got in a little bit of trouble at work um, for communicating something that I wasn't aware that I was communicating and I was frustrated <laughs> with a different situation. It had nothing to do with this lady at all, but yeah. she clearly felt like it did. But we so. do that in just in our everyday lives. We get caught up in our thoughts and we get caught up mm-hmm. in things that are going on and just the expression on our face and just the way that we move. And, um, you know, we may not even realize the vibes that we're putting off and the, right. what, what we are communicating because everything we do communicates something. Right. And I think we've, I think we've all encountered that where, you know, maybe we've walked up to someone and we've, you know, instinctively asked that question, what's wrong? Right. And and they've they've not said anything, but we can just tell by their body language, the way they stand, or we've had someone come up to us and ask, you know, what's wrong? And we really don't want to talk about it. No, no, we're we're good. We're good. Right. (laughs) Right. But you know, we're, we're actually thinking something or we're going through something or same with them. Um, and, and just the way that we, our presence can tell someone that something is wrong. Right. So even that communicates something. It does. But our behavior reflects uh, what's going on in our lives, but people don't know what's going on in our right. lives. And right. so they can misinterpret that as that we don't like them yes. or that we don't want to be around them mm-hmm. or we don't have time for them or whatever. I tell people all the time, if I'm not smiling, just my face, the way my face is, <laughs> if I'm not smiling, I look like I'm mad, but I'm not. Right. So, you know. We have to be conscious of those things, I guess, because we can give off the the wrong impression. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we, we can. And I think it's something that we have to be be aware of. And I know it's not always easy because when you're in a bad mood, you're in a bad mood. Or even, yeah. even if you're not in a bad mood and you're just stressed out mm-hmm. or, you know, work's not going good or you just got off a phone call with your kid's principal, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, all these different things can go into like now you go into this next meeting with someone and you're putting off all these signals that you're mad and this person assumes you're mad at them. At right? them, right. So it's, everything is communicating something. Right. And, and I think when we, we think about that, uh, that it could change the way, hopefully it changes the way like we, okay, take a deep breath, walk in, mm-hmm. walk in with a smile, knowing that, you know, whatever it is, is going to communicate something yes. right. um, to, to this next person that we encounter. But I think that the way that we carry ourselves, the, what we're communicating also affects our ability to tell other people about Jesus, yes. right? Because it's hard to tell people about Jesus when they think you're mad at them or you yep. hate them, right? Right? No one, no one believes that. So uh, I think it goes even, even into affecting like our spiritual lives uh, as far as being able to reach other people is knowing that, you know, the, our presence is communicating something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And if we look sad and depressed all the time and then we want to tell them about how great our <laughs> Jesus is, it's not yeah. quite as convincing. Right. <laughs> right. That's that's true. So, yeah, everything communicates something. And I think that's incredibly powerful. I mean, it's incredibly relevant. It's incredibly prevalent in our own lives mm-hmm. that 
whatever we're going through, whatever we're facing, I mean, whether that's good or bad, I mean, our good times communicates good things, right? Right. Um, that everything communicates something. And, and we're very aware of that with people. Mostly we're aware of it with other people, right? We know that walking up to someone, something about them communicates something, whether it communicates that they're happy or they're sad or they're mad or they have money mm-hmm. or they don't have money, <laughs> right? Like right, everything yeah. communicates something. It and, does. And, and everything we do is communicating things. So what are we communicating to the world around us? If mm-hmm. we're trying to reach the world for Jesus, are we communicating the right message by our presence? And I don't know. I think it's something mm. we just, uh, we have to reflect on and really think about what are, what are we communicating to the world around us? Like, can we tell people how much Jesus loves them if they think that we always hate them, if we're always rude to them, right? Right. If we give crappy tips at the, at the restaurant, right? Are we being like Jesus, you know? Yeah. So it's important. Yeah, it is. It's very important. Um, and I think that goes, this goes back to, uh, this book that Teresa is actually reading right now. And it's, it's Mm -hmm. called the comeback effect. And it's actually about church. It's about everything in church communicates something Did did I, Yes. Uh, sum that up right. Yes, and it is an excellent book. Okay. Do you want to do you want to share a little bit about uh, what what you're learning? What's your what's your big takeaway from the book right now? Would you say? Well, like you said, Jeff, that everything communicates <laughs> something. You don't say. <laughs> you well, might like have stole my thunder there, right. but uh, no. But I really have learned through this book that everything does communicate something, and that when people come to church, their experience is based largely on the people and the way that they're treated and the environment and what the environment and the people speak to them through their actions and their body language and all those different things. Um, And they go through all of that before they get to the sermon or before they get to Mm -hmm. the worship music. And so we need to all be communicating that a a welcoming message and that we want people here because we do, we know that we do, but are we communicating that well? Right. Uh, that's perfect. And I believe I've heard it said the sermon starts in the parking lot. It does. It right? absolutely does. People decide within, I think it's seven minutes of attending your church, whether they're going to come back next week. Mm-hmm. And within the seven minutes, they haven't even seen the pastor. Right. They've decided whether they're coming back to your church after they've met the people in the parking lot, they've met the people in the lobby, or they've seen the way the environment's set up. Yes. Right. Is it welcoming? Do they feel like they're welcome there? Do they feel like their kids are welcome there? That's hugely important. Oh, yeah. Yes. Right. So yes. everything we're doing as, as a church is communicating something, especially to a first time visitor, because a first time visitor will notice things that we will never notice. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> right. I mean, they will, because we've seen that, that hole in the wall or that, that ripped up piece of carpet. We've seen it for years now. We yeah. don't and, even see it anymore. Yeah. And we're blind to it. <laughs> yes. But when a first time visitor comes in, they see it what's that communicating? Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, is that kind of communicating? Okay. Um, they don't have the money to take care of their facility or, right. uh, they just don't care. Right. Or, you know, I mean, there's no telling what is communicating, especially someone who's already skeptical of church. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to, Oh, they couldn't replace the carpet because they had to pay for their pastor's Lexus. You know, like, right. I mean, someone who's skeptical of church, that's what, that's what they're kind of getting out of it. Right. So yeah, everything is communicating something. And then I know this week, since you, you brought this up, I think in the, the meeting on Monday, you said that to us and then like everything we've looked at, we're like, what is that communicating? <laughs> it really yeah. puts that thought in your mind. It but does. people, people gravitate to the negative anyways. I mean, um, at the same job that I worked at, um, this guy came in and he was the area director of this company and he came in and he said, he took a pe- white piece of paper, plain white piece of paper, and he put one little black pin dot on it. And 
he said, okay, showed us the paper. And then he took the paper away and he was like, what do you remember about the piece of paper? And we were like, there was a black dot on it. <laughs> and he was like, see, that's what happens is people remember the bad things, the negative things. It doesn't matter how much white space was on that paper. It just mattered that there was one black dot on it. Yeah. And so it doesn't matter how good we do a lot of areas of of our ministry or of our lives a lot of the time, but people are going to notice the negatives and the bad things about it. And they're going to remember them too. Exactly. I remember you telling me that like years ago, that's a really powerful illustration. Yeah. Because I really think that the lady who secret shopped me, um, (laughs) probably didn't have the best outlook on the, you know, on the company that I worked for. And it was just because I communicated something and, and I wasn't intending to. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we all have bad days. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, but we just need to to be aware of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that we have to put on a mask. Like some days it's okay to not be okay. Right. But maybe let the person in on the fact that, hey, you know, I am a little upset about something. It has nothing to do with you. Right. Um, You know, I'm going to try to give my attention to you. I just want you to know that and be aware of the fact that I'm not mad at you or, you know, frustrated with you in any way. Right. Kind of spinning off that, like, with the, the everything communicates something. And that's something we're really coming into this new year. We're really wanting to be proactive here at Grace. And we're wanting to really put our best foot forward and try to be as welcoming, as hospitable uh, to newcomers, to uh, current congregation as possible and, and really put put everything we have into that. So we're really being intentional about what are we communicating? And so coming up on January 6th. At two o'clock at two o'clock, we will be having a volunteer training. And so if you are actually a current grace volunteer or you want to start volunteering in some area, come, we're inviting everyone to come to that training at that training. You're going to get a lanyard that you can put your name on. And we're thinking that these lanyards with our names on them is just going to help us help people to see who can help them. Right. Right. It's going to be more welcoming. It says welcome all over the lanyard. <laughs> so hopefully that tells people that they are welcome here. Um, there has some information just about the church. And then we're hoping that all our volunteers will be wearing this lanyard. So people, when they walk through the doors, they just feel, you know, a, a blessing of like grace upon this place that they they actually do feel welcome that they Mm -hmm. they can see that and then they know who they can go and ask questions to they they know who they can talk to who who's there to help them right and at that training we'll make sure that that you all know the answers to those questions (laughs) if you're one of our volunteers yeah exactly so that's one of the things we're really wanting to do this year is just really go all out and see what we're communicating really reflect on what we're communicating as a church, and we've kind of toyed with the idea of having actually a secret shopper, uh, per se, come in randomly at the church where we don't know who they are, mm-hmm. and 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 really see what an, from an outside perspective what they think. Yeah. And, and I think that'll be incredibly telling. I like it the will. idea of doing one at some point during the beginning of the year, then one point at the end of the year, and just see how we can improve and just yeah. and be more welcoming and and just invite more people. I mean, we never know if what we're communicating is going to detract someone from following Jesus. Right. That, that's the ultimate goal. I mean, that's, that's, that's all we're here to do is to get people to Jesus. Yes. And anything standing in the way of that needs to be corrected. Right. I would hate to know that my attitude or my body language was something that, that, uh, that turned someone away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. 
We just hope that you guys, uh, if you're a current volunteer, if you're wanting to volunteer, that you can join us for that meeting again on January 6th at two o'clock. We're going to be covering a lot of information. We're going to have uh, we're going to have some snacks. We're going to have some time to hang out and to talk. And then we're going to go over uh, different departments and the training and, and more importantly, why we do what we do. And it, it's all for the purpose of getting people closer to Jesus. Mm-hmm. We yes. just want to get people who don't know him to him and make Jesus famous in Cumberland County. That's the Amen. whole mission. Yes. All right. Um, so if that's something you're interested in, be sure to join us. If you have any more questions, you can look us up on Facebook. You can ask it in the GCC online group. Um, just find one of us and ask us. We should be able to answer any questions that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, guys, thank you so much for joining us for another podcast. We will see you next Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.